Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, I'm Nigel. Hammer's over there with a special guest on the hotline. Tommy Pickett is the strategic communications director for the RNC. You can see some of his work on the popular Twitter handle at RNC Research. Tommy, the headline from CNN this morning was the U.S. economy added a stunning 353,000 jobs in January, kicking off 2024 with a bang. Big celebration over at CNN, but Sometimes these job report numbers don't really tell the full story. Let's get into that here. What do you think? Well, not at all. First, I'm going to wait for revisions. There's been a history over the last couple months here of massive revisions. So we'll see what happens there, especially given other indicators. But I think one of the important things, and what the Biden administration is really missing when they celebrate this report, is when you look at weekly earnings, the, the amount of money people are taking home at the end of every single week. And that's actually down, according to many economists, because the hours worked per week goes down meaning that you're seeing costs rise, but you're actually taking home less in pay. And that's just compounding the problem that families are already facing when it comes to inflation. So you see under Joe Biden that costs are rising, costs are surging, inflation is more than double what it was when Biden took office. And this report shows that families are taking home at the end of every week. Uh, That just means that families are in a worse financial situation, uh, and it's just getting worse and worse by the month. So help me out here. Where are these jobs coming from? Because we had the story this past week that UPS is about to lay off thousands of workers. There are a lot of stories out there of big time companies laying off thousands of workers. Yet this report that comes out today shows double what the original thoughts were with the jobs report. So what am I missing here, Tommy? Well, I think part of what might be happening here, and again, there's, we're going to see this re- with revisions, is there were population adjustments when it came to this report. There were seasonal adjustments when it came to this report. There's a lot of open questions. We'll see what happens in future months when it comes to revisions of these numbers. I think an important part of this story, though, when it does come to the overall numbers, is if you look at the underemployment rate, which we all know the unemployment rate, but the underemployment rate of people that uh, are working jobs or lower page lower working job, lower paid jobs that don't cover all of the bills at the end of the month, that is going up at the same time that part-time work is going up and the amount of Americans that feel like they have to work part-time to make ends meet or or take on a second job is also going up. So I think that's an important part of the story here. People have to work multiple jobs to keep up in Joe Biden's economy. And that's not a success story. That's nothing to brag about when people are forced to take two, three jobs just to make ends meet. Yeah, I don't care if the jobs are up, Tommy. If I'm a low-income family, I've been, you know, hit over the face with grocery prices. I mean, I'm looking at, and these are numbers from the Washington Post. Low-income families spend 31% of their income on food. Uh, Grocery prices have jumped 25% over the past four years. Uh, So, okay, great, fine. Everybody high five there at the White House about, you know, the jobs numbers, but... Man, if I'm you know a low-income family, mi- middle-income family, food insecurity, according to this Washington Post article, rising food banks around the country reporting significant increases in demand in the past year, that's a big thing, groceries and gas. That's exactly right. Food, rent, energy, the necessities yes. for life, uh, and those are the three things that are skyrocketing in price 
under Joe Biden. Things that you can't not buy. It's not like we're talking about uh, airline trips that are up, even though those prices are also up. We're talking about necessities you you have to buy. You can't not buy food. You can't not buy, have a place to live. You can't not buy energy. You know, so those necessities are really increasing in price, and they're hammering families, uh, and they, those prices keep on going up. I think that's part of what Biden's missing here and his administration is missing. The point of all these economic indicators is to try to give you a sense of how the American family is doing. The indicators themselves, are they don't have a value in of themselves, right? They're supposed to tell you how is the American family doing in this economy. And when you actually look at how the American family is doing, they're not doing well. Even if they are taking three jobs to make ends meet, that's a sign of the financial burden that these families are facing. And with the rising cost of food, the rising cost of housing, the rising cost of energy, uh, all of that is making it so that the American family has less in income, less in wealth, less in savings than they did when Joe Biden took office. Uh, and, and with less in, sa- less in savings, less in wealth, less in income, that means that families are poorer than when Joe Biden took office. And that's a direct result of Bidenomics. And again, I want to make it perfectly clear. We're not saying that the 353,000 new jobs didn't happen. That's correct. But when you look at the breakdown here, if you actually study the data from the report that came out today, 36,000 of those are government jobs. So that's about 10%. 30,000 are social assistance jobs, government funded. That's another 8%. So basically 18% of that number are taxpayer-funded jobs, and then 211,000 are part-time for economic reasons. So really 60% of the total jobs that were added were people getting part-time jobs or the government getting assistance. I think that's a great point. And again, it goes to the idea that what we're really trying to get at is how is, how is the American family doing in this economy? How is the American family getting by? Are Americans better off, better off or are they worse off? And when you look at this whole picture of needing to take part-time jobs to make ends meet, of prices surging, of people having less in the bank account and taking home less in their paychecks, uh, that all paints a picture of an American family that is poor, not better off. And that's ultimately what matters. Uh, that's, this has been a recession for the American family when it comes to their own finances under Joe Biden. Uh, and the American family is a lot worse off now than when Joe Biden took office. So all the bragging that he does about uh, XYZ report or misleading statistic here or there doesn't change the fact that Americans see their bank accounts, they see they have less in their bank accounts, and they see their bills growing by the month. Chatting with Tommy Piggott. He is the strategic communications director for the RNC. Uh, Tommy, just kind of a broad question here, something Nige and I have been talking about all this week. When the hell did Joe Biden decide to become a border hawk? Going out there, doing chopper pressers, (laughs) talking about how, you know, he wants to shut down the border, but he doesn't have the authority. When the hell did this happen? Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's completely absurd. I mean, I watched him when he says things like, I don't have the authority or claiming like he's wanted to secure the border from day one. It's insulting. It's really insulting to the American people. They're going out there acting like the bill that they put forward three years ago was going to solve this problem, when in reality they wanted to codify the exact policies that have created this problem in the first place. They've been pushing open borders policies from day one. On Biden's first day in office, he ended the national emergency declaration on the border and halted construction on the border wall. They eliminated Remain in Mexico. They eliminated policy after policy that was working to secure the border. Uh, And then for him to go out there and say, I can't do anything to secure the border. How about step one? You reverse your executive actions that created this crisis in the first place. That would be a step that he could do today. And he's choosing not to. 
And in my mind, that means that this border crisis for him is intentional. So when he goes out there and he's, he's saying, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I'm for a secure border. If he actually was for a secure border, then he would take the actions necessary to secure the border. And he's not doing it. So it's showing his hypocrisy. Uh, and he's trying to lie his way out of this, but it's not going to work. Tommy Pickett with us. Uh, he is the strategic communications director at the RNC. Uh, last thing here, Tommy, before we let you go. Should Mayorkas be impeached? I know there's a lot of people that are, even Republicans, that are a little on the fence with this because on one hand, yes, he is awful at his job. But being bad at your job, is that a high crime or misdemeanor, which is really what impeachment was meant to be? What do you think, Tommy? Well, I think we have to echo and look at the impeachment articles when we look at what they're actually putting forward breach of public trust, the willful uh, uh, refusal to enforce the law, lying before Congress. There's, there's been many clips where Mayorkas has said things that are in direct contradiction to testimony from border officials, and even where he contradicts himself before Congress. So House Republicans are making that argument. They're putting uh, forward those arguments. Part of the biggest problem we have with the Biden administration is they are refusing to enforce the law. One of the main mechanisms that Congress has for addressing that is the mechanism of impeachment. It's something they are taking incredibly seriously. This is not some sort of partisan gotcha. They're going through the facts right now. They're looking at what Mayorkas has done, what he said, what he's refused to do. And the argument they're making for impeachment is incredibly compelling. When you look at the fact that Mayorkas has refused to enforce the law, when you look at the contradictions and the misleading uh, statements he's made to Congress and the American people, and when you look at the lack of trust that Americans have in Joe Biden and in Mayorkas, uh, it, they're making it an extremely compelling argument for impeachment. That's why they put forward and advance those impeachment articles. And that's echoed by border representatives as well, like Tony Gonzalez. Uh, it's really uh, across the board um, consideration, thoughtful consideration of what needs to be done and, and an effort to hold Joe Biden and his administration accountable. Imagine being the bad one in the Biden administration, right? Like, think yeah. about all the people that he's got in charge of departments. You've got Chris Ray at the FBI. Uh, you've got your military leader that just went missing for a little while. Uh, Pete Buttigieg in transportation. But you, Alejandro Mayorkas, you're so bad that all those other losers seem like winners and you're viewed as the bad one. That's that's a pretty strong, <laughs> strong statement, isn't it, Tommy? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 incredible. You have a transportation secretary uh, that's overseen some of the worst disasters in transportation in history, uh, massive increase in flight delays uh, across the board incompetence. You have an HHS secretary who can't even define what a woman is. You have a, a DHS secretary who's refusing to secure the border. You have a defense secretary who's MIA. I mean, it's it's a disaster. It shows when Joe Biden said the adults are back in charge. Uh, it was absurd then and even more absurd now. I mean, this is a this is a circus. It's a clown car of incompetence. Uh, and, yeah, the fact that Mayorkas is the worst one of them all shows just how bad he is. And we forgot to mention the incredibly biased attorney general who's on his revenge tour for not getting on the Supreme Court. Uh, Tommy, great stuff as always. We will talk to you next Friday. Hey, thanks for having me on. Have a good one.